Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 314, and today I'll be talking about Weapon of Choice from Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart. I'm GC13, and let's get into it. First of all, a quick recap for anyone who hasn't seen the episode lately. The episode starts off with Mau Mau demonstrating his awesome moves with the sword, Geraldine, as we'll later find out. Adorbat is very impressed, Badgerclops less so and Mau Mau relates to them the story of how his father gifted to him the legendary weapon. He demonstrates its unique power, the Lunar Lash, and Badgerclops says his weapon looks like it's a glorified glow stick. This causes Mau Mau great insecurity, and he uses it in many very, very inventive ways, attempting to prove that it's more than just a sword. When the monster alarm goes off, Mau Mau thinks it's the perfect opportunity to use the Sky Pirates to demonstrate just how versatile Geraldine really is. Unfortunately, he gets a finger-licking butt-kicking from Boss Ostrich, and Badgerclops has to step in to save the day and send the Sky Pirate skedaddling. The gang's then eaten by a giant worm, and Mau Mau must finally come back together with Geraldine and save the day with his superior sword skills. So this was an episode that gave us a really good look at Mau Mau's sisters. They're still shrouded in shadow, but we see them as a group, and we see the legendary weapons that they received. We still don't know much about them, but... We're still watching. Technically, as far as the airing order is concerned, this actually isn't the first time we've heard Geraldine called a glow stick. Shin Mount did refer to it as such back in Small, which, again, aired three episodes before, but Small was actually supposed to be episode 20, and this was originally supposed to be episode 16. I mean, think about it, it doesn't really make much sense, because if Small actually happened before this, Badgerclops and Adorabat definitely would not be making fun of Geraldine at all, considering how, in small, Mau very much kicks some serious butt with Geraldine. A funny moment that I like, after, after Badgerclops removes the earphones that he was using to protect him from Mau's no, 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 Mau is poking him in the belly, and he's laughing because he's being tickled, but, you know, Mau, insecure as he is, demands that Badgerclops stop laughing. And Badgerclops, for his part, is not conciliatory, because he probably thought it was funny, but he was mostly probably laughing because he was being tickled. Now, I, I, I know that Mau Mau's alternate uses for Geraldine in this insecurity sequence are supposed to be kind of comedic in their uh, lameness, but they still demonstrate what a legendary weapon Geraldine is and what a legendary hero Mau Mau is. Let's start off with a benevolent boomerang. Like, that is showing some legendary durability for Geraldine, like, Mau Mau thinks nothing of stomping her into a boomerang shape, and then when she comes back, boom, right back to normal, like nothing had ever happened. I mean, he's been adventuring with her a long time. He probably has a pretty good idea about her limits at this point, and I'm pretty sure we were nowhere near them. So we can have legendary durability on her many positive traits. Now, the helpful harpoon. That was a pretty big chunk of concrete that he pulled out with that, so... I'm not sure if I would say it's a legendary chunk of concrete, but again, no ordinary sword could do that. So either he's a legendary sword thrower, or there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of legend in, uh, in that. Now, uh, the super spin levitation, which was used to the detriment of everyone's favorite little miscreant, Pinky. I don't think this one actually is Geraldine. I think this is all Mau Mau being a legendary hero, able to use a single hand to spin a sword to generate that much thrust, the legendary feat indeed. Now, after the insecurity sequence, 
we get uh, two pretty good lines, not that far off from each other. Uh, one, before we run off to the dump, is Adorabat coming out and saying, I just overcompensated in the bathroom! And after Mamau rushes off, we hear Badgercops with his follow-up, I never heard a flush. And uh, then, as I have already already mentioned, the one-liner that Boss Hostrich was holding on to, prepare for a finger-licking butt-kicking! That was a good one. I, th- I think that should be his, his catchphrase. And uh, if, if we're gonna... If we're going to throw out, I'm going to give special credit to Ratarang for his his line about, you know, to be honest, boss, probably not about whether or not he had washed his hands. Uh, Combined with the controversy over whether Adorabat flushed after overcompensating, I'm getting flashbacks to Steven Universe the movie. We know Greg definitely flushed, but we also know he didn't wash his hands. So I'm just getting flashbacks there. And because. Mau is refusing to use any of his ordinary moves. The Sky Pirates prove to be too much for him. I mean, even, even Orangusnake feels sorry for him at this point. And I mean, Orangusnake may not be the most determined villain, but he's still not a nice guy. He's still not out there looking out for Mau's best interests. All he knows is that, ooh, it's like he's not even trying, but he's obviously trying. So... Yeah, I mean, it, he doesn't. How does that make him a legendary villain? If the only way he can defeat a hero is if that hero ties his hands behind his back for him, everyone wants to be legendary in the world of Mau Mau, and I think we should remember just how legendary Mau Mau and Badger Clops really are. I mean, as as Adorabat said, Mau Mau could have ended them if he was just using the moves he had been trained in, and Badger Clops, well, Badger Clops could have easily ended them if he had wanted to kill them in cold blood. But he was a nice guy. Badgerclops has, has reformed from his villainous ways. He walks the path of the hero, and he merely threatened to murder all of the Sky Pirates should they not decide to skedaddle. So, good on you, Badgerclops, for walking in the light. Look, Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, it, uh, it likes to toss morals into its episodes. I wouldn't call it a super moral-heavy series. I mean, we don't have our Mau Mau says at the end of every episode or anything. but. This one, this one definitely had a moral for all of you guys. With what Adorabat constantly banging the drum of, oh, I think you're special, and, you know, why don't you just use your regular moves, and then Mau Mau's realization about how it's the bond between him and his sword that is legendary. I think that what makes you special, you might not realize. You'll take it for granted. Kind of like Mau Mau took all of his six sword moves for granted. He was so, they were so natural, in fact, Badgerclops and Adorabat took them for granted. Badgerclops just assumed it was like his arm, he needs to find a button to press. Adorabat just thought you had to call out the move names and that everything else would work after that. But it was a lot of hard work that Mau Mau put into making it look effortless. And we get some wonderful shots of him cleaving through his foes. I mean, I, I think, I think he's worthy of his legendary family. I mean, he, for all we know, they're even, they're ten times as good as him. But uh, the Mau Mau we see is plenty legendary for us. I mean, if, if, if he's... We know his father respects him now, ever, after Small. We know, we know his father sees that he's a capable hero. So I, I don't think his family can be that far ahead of him. I really, really want to see an episode where him and his sisters are, or at least one of his sisters, are put up against the same foe to see how they measure up. Uh, Brunhilda, maybe, with her, with her spear because that's a very combat-focused weapon. 
I want to see what the bruiser of the Mao clan can do. Uh, but that was just me and my thoughts on the 20th episode to air of Mao Mao Heroes of Pure Heart. Uh, join us next week. It won't be just me next week again. We'll have David back at least. Until then, though, I'm GC13. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com.